Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time, back with his good friend and content creator of the amazing course, How to Get Started, One Rental at a Time, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing super awesome. I'm excited to be here. I thought video one was really fun because my, rental, my rental market was even more ridiculous than I thought. Yeah. Like it's, it's gotten, it's not got, it's gotten worse. It's, yeah. I mean, worse. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Yeah, go watch the video, 212 apps for three applicant or three vacant units. Not, not good. But in this episode, I want to do something a little different. Sure. I put out a video a, a couple of weeks ago because all, you know, uh, Graham Steffens and meet Kevin's and all these other channels were putting out these videos about selling everything and going to cash. Of course mm-hmm. they were clickbait. Yep. And, um, cause of course they want the clicks and the penny. Uh, so I did a video when I actually did that. Cause unlike those other channels, I've been doing this for a while and there was a moment in time where I was getting crushed by the stock market. I was down 80% and I cried uncle. I sold everything and went to cash. Uh, wrote about it in my first book. It's kind of how my journey starts. But I want to flip the script. It's now 2022. You and I have a, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And I, I just want to ask, what would have to happen? I mean, is there something that could happen where you would sell everything and just go to cash? Um, is it, it so... Let's ask that. Is there anything that could happen that you would sell everything you own and go to cash? Nope. Not real estate based. No, no. Nope. All right. I don't think it, so. Is I there... mean, not, not, not real estate based only because the massive tax liability just. That would, that would hurt. That's the, that's the main reason why I do what I do is I'm building wealth, generational wealth. Yeah. And so just because we might go through two or three really bad years. Mm-hmm you know, I'll be, I'll be a net buyer over those three really bad years guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Well, let's play with this a little bit. Cause again, sure. you did make a call. Um, I don't know, last couple of years about selling your houses, right? You saw yes. affordability crash yep. in your market to a very low number. You chose in most instances to 1031, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone I 1031. Oh, so you didn't. Okay. I didn't sell anything for cash. I didn't sell anything where I had a tax, uh, a tax liability. That's interesting. Cause I, so again, in 2001, after getting smashed, I sold all my stocks, everything I had went to cash. Uh, 2008 at the peak of the market, right before it rolled over, I sold all my houses and like you 1031, it, yes. I went from eight to 80. Yep. So I didn't have a tax hit, right? It, it's a, yep. a beautiful thing. Yep. However, in 2019, right before the pandemic, um, I saw in my market apartments, so larger stuff like 10s, 13s, 15s, something like that. I thought they were overpriced. Um, they were paying, you know, for C-class buildings, they were paying A-class cap rates. So I sold Yeah. and I couldn't find anything. Uh, so I took the, I took the tax hit on two buildings. 
um, just cause again, right. You don't get broke. You don't go broke, taking a profit. And I wasn't going to do a bad 1031. I think there's actually far too many bad 1031s yeah. because people are running from a tax. It's like, dude, pay the tax. Why have a bad deal? Constant evaluation, right? Even yeah. if you're in the 1031, if it doesn't look like you can get a great deal, pay the, pay, take pay it. Take but, the hit. but I use that hit as part of the calculation. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Right. So let's, so let's play this out. So yeah. again, you're out of your houses, except one, which I think you're listing. So cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. man. Now let's go to the apartments. Yep. I mean, is there like, at least in my portfolio, I don't want to put words in your mouth. My portfolio kind of has sections. It's like, um, these are the ones that I'm going to die owning, right? Mm -hmm. Teresa's going to get these, right? It's, I don't know, pick a percentage. Then there's kind of the next tier. It's like, all right, these are the money makers, you know, got them right. You know, these ones I might sell or finance when I get to be 70. Cause again, I read my second book and you know, there's a 70 year old in there's like, dude, you never met a good 70 year old landlord. Right. So right. lesson learned. And yeah. then I have another tier. We'll, we'll have the third one. It's like, these aren't performing or these are in, you know, kind of a rougher area. If somebody wants to pay a stupid price, I'll sell them. So that's how I look at my portfolio. Sure. Is all of yours like keep we're going to give to all the kids or do you look at them and going, Hey, if I really got a dumb number, I'd sell that one. Um, it depends on, so the dumb number, I don't know what I would do with the cash. I can only have so much Dion and I are kind of in the same boat in that regard. I think you're probably getting there too. If you aren't already there, mm -hmm. we all have a ton of dry powder. Yeah. We are ready to buy. You know, I told, I was telling Dion like, you know, and as you know, we tried to collectively shame him. <laughs> we did to 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 getting additional debt. He didn't want to do it. He's it was a mistake. He agreed. He's already shared that he you know, on his channel. He's already shared that he has you know three fifty or something or four hundred right around there. He's mm -hmm. already shared that on his channel. Um, that would have probably doubled his position. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at maybe my maybe my dry powder. Maybe it buys me four for cash, but maybe, just maybe, it gets me a $10 million distressed asset Yeah, that I never thought in a million years I would ever own, that the bank comes to me and says- I've had that happen. You're an amazing operator. We see it in your numbers. Here's all we're asking you to do. Assume the note. Yeah. Yeah. Assume the note, escrow a couple of bucks for repairs- yeah, I have no idea what my future holds. I have no idea if we're going to get that opportunity. Yeah. And so for me, I look at a building that I paid 1.3 for. Yeah. 1.3. 1. 1.3 yep. 1. million. Mm -hmm. It appraised 60 days after I bought it for 1.6. Mm. I was offered 1.7. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do with the 400? I have, oh, poor baby. Theory, like as, as a businessman, right? You get an influx of $400,000 yeah. in cash into business. What do you do with that? Where do you get a return on capital? The return mm -hmm. on capital that I'm getting there is that I have rent expansion from 13,500 a month. We're already at 16,500. We can get to 20. Wow. And this is on an asset that we paid $1.3 million for. So those are some of the bigger numbers, but yeah. I've bought now that now I'm actually starting to see in my market exactly what I predicted, which was single families, investors were going to start to get out of those because they were getting way too expensive and the yeah. rents didn't justify it. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. the 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 margin between a single family rent and a real legit duplex rent now is significantly compressed where you're not getting a massive premium for the single family. Of course. Mm-hmm. Now that's helping drive values, but now we're seeing every single duplex that's selling is breaking the last record. Wow. And so that's nice. I'm not in this for appreciation. P.S. How's your Bitcoin now? Ah. And I'm just in this for what my rents are. And so my yeah. rents though, even with these numbers, what's most beautiful about that $3,000 rent on that, on that one unit. And then the other side just rented out for 2850. Mm. Um, it's a little bit smaller. Sure. We're at 5850 on a mortgage that I've had 30 year fixed. I've had that mortgage for 12 years. Mm. My mortgage payment, taxes, insurance, everything all in is about 2,430 bucks, I think. Oh, wow. So that building makes me about $3,000 plus 30, you know, 3,400 a month or, yeah. you know, so that now that steady income is mm-hmm. what allows me to retire. It allows me to recapitalize and yeah. do another project, whatever, but it has cash flow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's always, I think where a lot of people make a mistake is that they do something thinking it might be the right thing to do, but they don't actually have an ironclad exit strategy on top of having the ironclad exit strategy. They don't have a position that they can pivot to. Yeah. You and I having run businesses before, mm-hmm. you got to have an, a plan. Yeah. You got to have a backdoor. Mm-hmm. You've got to have those things in place. And so at this point, it's a good problem to have, but I would need to think about what, where do I put that 400? And now with rates being what they are, all the value in the market's gone. Yeah, exactly. I was fine paying 500 for my duplexes with a 375 rate. I'm not fine paying 550 with a 60 rate. Yeah, exactly. The, mar- the numbers, the margin, all the love isn't there that I need there to really create value. So again, what's the key in all of this is um, kind of know your market, right? Reposition yeah. capital. You're okay with that, right? 1031 yeah, out 100%. of houses. Did two uh, of them last year. Yeah, but they're I really, yeah. you're, you're, you're in this for the cash flow, not the appreciation. Don't care about appreciation. Yeah, and there isn't a part of your portfolio that's underperforming that you would sell in a heartbeat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, honestly, we went, we did that last year. Yeah. We got through that last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just, it was like, all right, you and I just aren't meant to be together. We're going to break it's, up. Yeah. There was a triplex I sold that it was like, just, it, it produces cash flow, but it's not as much as it should have been. It turnover was terrible. It's a, exactly. Like, it's expensive cash flow, right? Yeah. And like, I'm jinxed. You, this building and I are jinxed because it's a nice building. It's right on the cusp of a nice area. I'm like, something about it, just not meant uh, to be. Gone. On paper, on paper. <laughs> exactly. Be, on paper, we should be together. Yeah, However, I, yeah. performance, we're breaking up. Yeah, over uh, and again, I gave it, I gave it an extra two years, and it got to a point. I sold it to somebody who wanted a house hack. I got a you know more than fair price. Oh well, yeah, that's right. Just moved on to the next one. Sometimes you got to make that call. Yeah, the challenge is always, you know, what is the highest and best use of capital? Yeah. So and the, so, yeah. so when I look at it and they say, you know, yeah, I can take a four hundred thousand dollar profit on this property. Okay, well, I'm either going to pay. 20% in taxes, pay, pay back depreciation, recapture, all of these other things, right? It doesn't make me feel good because even after all those taxes, now I have this money, but now what? Yeah. Now what? I have enough to manage the business. I have enough to grow. 
Um, I just, like I said, I want to be in that position and I call the three banks I do business with. I talk to them at least every other week and let them know, Hey, if you see something starting to go sideways a little bit, please just give me a call. I'm happy to discuss it with you. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, there's not really anything. I don't, again, I think of my portfolio, I have, that's probably 20% that if I got a dumb number, I'd sell, but I'm not, I'm not doing this to sell, right? The reason I can talk to you on YouTube right. and do YouTube videos every day is because I have, my life's paid for, right? It's, but what's that I, dumb number, right? Is it like 30% more than what it's even worth today? Oh, no, it would be 20%, 50%, no, 50 probably. Right. So like if, mean, I, if I have an asset that I think is worth 200 and somebody came out of nowhere and said, you know, I'll give you 300 because my mom li lives next door and I got I to gotta have that house. I'll let you have it for 300. Yeah, exactly. So I think in that particular scenario, and so let's just play that out for you. Yeah. Where do you, what, what do you do with that money? Uh, well, again, I probably put it into a 1031 exchange, hoping I can get something today. I'm focused on residential stuff because my market is nutty for apartments today. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, you know what? Because again, I, let's just play this. I would actually, this is something I'm planning to do in the next cycle. So I would probably do it with this asset. I would actually probably go buy a new bill. Because I would come out of, let's just say it's 300, just to keep the example going. A new build in my area, I get one for 400. Okay. So I would upgrade my quality. Yeah. My cash flow would probably, actually, it would, I don't know if it would go up, but that's one thing I want to do in the, this next cycle is if I can't 1031 into apartments, which I told everybody is my plan, I do have a plan B. I'm going to 1031 into new builds because I think builders are going to get hurt. And if I could take all the equity that I've, you know, from stuff I bought before, upgrade quality in the area and newer that's so yeah i would 1031 either into apartments would be my first choice um or new builds i think i'm going to upgrade i'm going to i'm going to significantly lower lower my average age of rental that's what I'm yeah gonna so what i believe happens is, is i think that those builders do get in trouble i think that enough of them get in trouble but sadly demand or supply is still going to be so low that they will still go to they'll limp through yeah. a, a, a first-time home buyer probably and so what i believe that lends it what it lends to my strategy is i believe at that point there's going to be units that as the rent increases people decide to leave those units and they down select mm -hmm. i'm then going to go in and i'm going to completely redo that unit while we're in recession because I will get reasonable pricing on everything. I will keep 10 or 12 or 15 contractors working. Mm -hmm. They'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. And it, I'll end up getting out of the cycle with a ton of all my units being completely upgraded. It's know? funny. It was about six months ago. I think uh, I got a quote on a roof. Remember? And you nailed it within like a thousand bucks. Yeah. I just had the same roof requoted 17 grand less. Yep. It's already starting. Yeah. It's, Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, we saw, like lumber per board foot is down from the 1600. It's down in like, you know, eight, between eight and nine. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff is starting to shift. And so we're certainly seeing that. And again, most importantly is there's still frothiness because a lot of stuff is still under contract and still has the bank funding behind it to get mm -hmm. these projects done. Yeah. That will start to wean off towards the end of this year, I believe. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. what's going to lend into recession and then our typical winter months. I believe I'm going to have my pick of the litter in spring of next year with oh, contractors yeah. for sure. And literally as the units go vacant, we're just going to, within 30 days, we'll completely gut redo, make them all pretty and beautiful. And then they're brand new. Mm -hmm. And then I'll easily get a higher market rent because there's going to be more renters.
do yourself a favor, folks. Follow Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord, on YouTube and Instagram. And don't forget his Sunday live streams. Yes, sir. Uh, 8.30 Pacific, yep. 11.30 Eastern. Yes, sir. That's correct. And we actually cover materials and all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm going through the selection for people of these are the materials I use because they're the best value, they're the most mm -hmm. durable, they're cost efficient, whatever. That's a big thing of our game. We actually cut our costs compared to others by 20% based on what we pick for material. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mike.